Hello, and welcome to the Beyond 94 Feet podcast. I am Dr. Kim Rogers, and I want to welcome you back. So if you're like me, you've been enjoying watching all of the unpredictable moments in sports. Need to be basketball or maybe hockey. See, some of you are like, does she watch hockey? Absolutely. Check Instagram and you'll see everything that we say about hockey. Love hockey. It is such a sport of resilience. And when you just see that road to the Stanley Cup, you can't deny that level of dedication, not only in hockey, but when you just look at sports in general. So again, let's go back to this piece about hockey for just a moment. And I'm going to blend it in with my favorite sport, which is basketball. Who saw two eight-seeded teams defeat the odds? And I'm talking about the Miami Heat and the Florida Panthers. Who saw that coming? Who actually predicted that? I want to know who was bold enough to do that besides a Floridian, but who was bold enough to do that? But what about those Dallas Stars? I was watching their game to advance into the Western Conference Finals, wondering, when someone was going to score, we were well into the second period without a goal. But again, you have to be patient. You have to be resilient if you're a fan and just know that you're watching greatness unfold right before your eyes. But let's get back to what I really want to center my message on today. And yes, I'm going back to basketball. So bear with me, right? So if you watch the series between Philadelphia and Boston, I really thought the Sixers were going to win game six. I did. Um, I normally don't do that. I'm just a total fan of sports. I don't have a favorite team. If you didn't know that about me, I'm just a fan of sports in general. But this time I let my guard down and I said, "Mm, Philadelphia, they're going to take game six. It was a perfect ending. They were at home. Harden had a few good games. Embiid had just won the MVP, and let's not talk about those fans. Let me tell you, I have been in that arena when it's not a playoff game, and those fans, they can propel you over the hump. They are a no-nonsense crowd. Either they are with you or not. So imagine what that was like during a playoff game and a game six, and everyone was geared for a closeout. So we all know what happened in game six. The Sixers came up short and we advanced to two of the greatest words in sports. Game seven. That's right. Game seven. Although I joined the rest of the sports community when it comes to game sevens and I get excited and I get pumped just to know, especially for basketball, for 48 minutes um, that we're looking at there's going to be a definitive end, or if it's hockey for three periods, right, and it's a game seven, we know that there's going to be a definitive end some way or another, but we see people that lay it all out on the line. So the title of today's message is, it's game seven, win or go home. So let's break this up and look at it from the aspect of our lives to take a deep dive into two different narratives when we're looking at Game 7, win or go home. So I briefly mentioned the series between the Sixers and the Celtics and that Game 6. Really, I mean, when you look at all the variables that were in place for the Sixers to win, 
to include the, the struggles that Tatum had during that game, I said, oh, we're good. And if you watch that game close enough, you can see flashpoints of missed opportunities and how quickly the momentum shifted. So what happens when all of the variables in life, they start to line up and something that we prepare for is right there, is waiting for us to finish? One final small step, literally just one small final step, right? And you have to stay disciplined in order to close out. So if you're like me, we have all had experiences. We've had moments where we had something within our grasp and maybe we let our guard down or we worked so hard throughout the entire process. We overcame obstacles and we got to the final step and we just needed to take that next step. And maybe we let our guard down. We took a breather and we forgot about what it took to get there. And guess what? Before you know it, the one thing we work so hard for, it starts to slip away. And it's usually at the most inopportune time. When it happens, it's usually at a point of no return. And you start to think, where did I miss the small steps? Maybe it's because you got comfortable or maybe became so arrogant in the process that you started to have disregard for what got you there, or for some of us, disregard for who got us there, because we never do anything on our own in this lifetime. That's another message for a different day. Oh, yeah, it is. Trust me, that was coming. So let's, let's go back to this. Don't let it be a situation where you broadcast it to others, your intentions. Now, that actually adds more pressure onto you. When you look at the fact that you didn't reach your objective, that's a whole different type of defeat, especially when you've broadcasted it to other people. That's why I advise my clients to work hard in silence and let your success be the noise. So if you come up short, that's just you dealing with you. You don't have to deal with other people. So release yourself from the stress of having to relitigate your shortcomings before the court of public opinion. So again, work hard in silence and let success be the noise. Now let's look at the flip side of this when a golden opportunity vanishes and now you have to take the long road. You have to suit up for game seven where there is no margin for error. The first question that comes to mind is who would want to deal with this set of variables? where you start to question everything you did previously and you start to question if you have what it takes to close out at this point. All eyes, guess what? They're on you. So you think about it. Why would we put ourselves in that position? Who would want to deal with that set of variables? Truth is, we all do this or we've had our experience with game sevens in our life where it's win or go home more times than we can count. So what do you do? How do you prepare? I share with you, I've had my share of game sevens in life, but now I'm wiser, I'm older, and I view it as my responsibility to share what I know with you. I can only share it, but it's up to you to find it applicable to use and to put it into action. 
So it starts with gratitude. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It starts with gratitude. Appreciate where you are and take inventory on what you have accomplished to get you to that point. In other words, exercise that recency bias and celebrate yourself. So when you start with gratitude, it supports shifting your mindset. If not, you'll start to analyze everything you have done and literally that will affect your performance. You can slip into this process of analysis paralysis where you start to analyze what will you do if X happens, if Y happens, if Z happens, what action will I take? Why not just stop? Why not just free yourself and let the game come to you? You've done the work already. You just happen to have missed a step in the process. So give yourself some grace. Be gentle with yourself. But I say this. Don't give yourself permission to overanalyze to the point to where you've built up a degree of self-imposed fear. So you make it that your proverbial game seven, it has to be win or go home. You already know what you're dealing with. There's no need for a scouting report. You know who you are. You know what the opponent brings to the table. You know what awaits you if you don't close out. It's just that simple with a game seven. It's win or go home. There are no in-game adjustments. If there are, there could be few. So just trust your work, bet on yourself, silence the noise, and guess what? Go for it. There are only two options left out of the long list of variables, and they are win or go home. If you're like me, you narrow that down and say there is only one option, and that is to win. There is no need to look back because you're not going that way. So keep your eyes ahead, trust the process, and know that you were made for the journey. I want to encourage you to continue walking in your purpose and operating in your gift to become unbreakable. Connect with us on Instagram at beyond94feet, and that's spelled all the way out, or on our website, which is beyond94ft.com. And I will see you on the other side.